welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. My name is Amy McDonald. I'm a yoga teacher and yoga business coach. I am so glad you're here. Enjoy 45 minutes of training for you and your yoga business. All right, folks, welcome. It's Amy McDonald here. We are set for what I hope to be a really useful training about how to have uh, how to use a one-off event to fill your ongoing classes. This is something that I've worked with my clients uh, on over over the years, and recently two of my clients in particular have had great results with this method. So I'm going to be teaching you what we I've been working on with them, so that uh, you can have another way of welcoming new people into your classes, uh, as at the same time as uh, making revenue, making income, which is a good thing. So people are still um, people are still joining and saying hello. Meg says, hi everyone, I'm from South Australia. I teach a blend of Drew plus my own style. I also teach chakra dance and I've learnt a style of yoga dance. Hmm, interesting Meg. Angela says, hi everyone, I'm in Kentucky in the US and teach a variety of styles and manage a community yoga studio. Thank goodness for people like you, Angela. All of you studio managers out there, I, uh, I say this quite often, like, thank God you all have that dharma because it takes a certain type of yogi to, to do that work. Thank you for doing it. That's not my jam. It's a lot of work. I'm so glad that there are, there are enough people out there who feel called to open yoga studios. All right, so I'm going to uh, keep the chat going, folks. I was thinking about this when I was getting ready for the training this morning about you know, what's the best way to make sure that you get your specific questions answered? Because what I want this training to be is not just something that you sit and listen to, but something that you actually implement. Yesterday, I spent two hours on a, something similar to this, um, learning marketing techniques. And, and actually, I was just kind of playing it in the background and doing something else and being part of it and listening to it was inspiring. But I didn't actually, I don't actually have things to go do now as a result of it. And I don't want that to be the situation for you today. So um, I, I, take notes is probably a good idea as much as possible. If you can, you know, minimize your other windows or if you're doing other things, try not to. Um, I, I can't tell what you're doing. Um, and it's totally up to you. This is adult education, but I promise you, you will get more benefit from this if you interact with me as we go. So having said that, um, you can type your questions in as we go. I've got a presentation that I'll go through with you. I don't want to miss your questions though. So we will have a dedicated question period towards the end. And um, you might want to just jot them down in your journal and then post them in the chat once we get to the question portion. I really want to make this uh, as specific and relevant to what exactly what you're working on in your business and we can do that during the question time. Um, so minimize distractions, uh, lean in, take notes, and you will get more value. We're going to go for about 90 minutes. <clears throat> so just to, to give you an idea of the agenda, if you like, the container. and excuse me, and uh, towards the end, I also want to talk about the Abundant Yoga Teacher Retreat that's happening in Thailand in January. I'll let you know when we're going to change gears and have that conversation. Some of you are going to want to stay and listen, and some of you probably not, but I'll let you know um, because here at Amy McDonald HQ, we like to do transparent, uh, uh, you know, aligned uh, marketing. Alexandra says, hi, I'm Alex from Watford near London, teaching Vandas Garavelli inspired and soon to be offering an intro to self-awareness online 
Booth School of Metaphysics. Oh my God, Alex, all of that. I want all of that. Gosh, you're all so interesting and fabulous. This is going to be fun. All right. So <clears throat> having said that, let's do the presentation. Here we go. So first up, um, I noticed when, uh, <laughs> when I was putting this presentation together that um, my hair was a lot blonder when that photo was taken. Need more sunshine in my life. So this is what we're talking about today. Fill in your classes with one-off workshops. Let me just see if I can look at the chat at the same time. So many things going on. Um, Andy says, I'm in Asheville. Is that NC, is that North Carolina, Andy? I teach German new medicine. Oh my God, okay. Amy can't get too distracted. Um, I haven't been to North Carolina yet, not yet. I have friends there. One day, one day, Andy. All right, so here we go. How to fill your classes with one-off workshops with me, slightly blonder. So here we go. I've tried to break this down into steps. I've tried to come up with like the crummer or the sequence of how to make this happen. And um, I've also tried to not give you like death by PowerPoint. So succinct sutra style bullet points, which I'm going to elaborate on as we go. Do post your questions in the chat, but if I miss them, we will have a question period towards the end. So here we go to, this is where we need to start. Number one, create your offerings. So I'm talking about a two-part system for the, for, the, for the purpose of this training. The, um, the, the intro thing that we're going to make, like the one-off training, come and try, um, introduction to whatever it is, German New Medicine, whatever it is that you do then the actual block of classes that you're teaching. So if you teach by the school terms or by seasons, or maybe you do eight week blocks or 12 week blocks, this method that I'll be teaching you today is designed for people who teach delineated pure, uh, numbers of classes rather than just ongoing enrollment membership sort of style that you might have at a studio. You can still apply it to that business model, I'll be speaking specifically today, however, about having a one-off thing that then um, enrolls for your block of classes. I might use the term term, which in Australia alludes to um, the school terms. That's just sort of the vernacular here, just so that you understand what I'm talking about. But like I said, it might be an eight-week block for you. It might be a 13-week block, whatever fits in with your life. That's the model that we're talking about. So the first thing you need to do is create sales pages for both of these things. You need a sales page on your website for the block of classes. It needs to be enticing. It needs to have lots of photographs. It needs to have a button on it where people can go buy. You're not allowed, if, if you're you know, leaning close to me, you're not allowed to have, uh, here's my bank account, transfer the money, or here's where you can mail me a check. That's not allowed. Um, you need to have a button where people can sign up in the moment when they're feeling inspired to, to buy from you. So the sales page for your block of classes. The second piece that you need is a sales page for the one-off offer itself. And I recommend that the one-off offer is a two-hour, 90-minute minimum, two-hour class that happens on a Sunday afternoon, three weeks three or four weeks before your block of classes starts. <clears throat> Furthermore, the come and try class needs to be um, a, 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 like a, a, a light version of what the block of classes 
would be. So for example, if you teach core strength vinyasa and you've got 12 weeks of core strength vinyasa coming up, then let me just mute everybody. If you, if you teach core strength vinyasa and you've got 12 weeks of that coming up, then your one-off thing might be um, discover the yoga, the strengthening benefits of yoga, or it might be, um, I don't know, like an introduction to core strength for beginners. So it somehow needs to connect to the, the um, block of classes that you're offering. So uh, let's think of another example. Um, well, a great example I've worked, I have a client who, who's done this multiple times very successfully is a beginner's series, right? Like an eight weeks yoga for beginners course. And the intro is come and try yoga, yoga for brand newbies, yoga for skeptics, yoga for the, the stiff and, and inflexible, whatever. But so they need to connect somehow. The one-off thing needs to, oh my goodness, we're having sound situation today. Let me just... Um, the one-off needs to somehow have a connection to the block of classes that you're offering. Let me know if that makes sense. Just type me a Y into the chat, folks. And the same here, the sales page for your one-off, uh, the, the sales page from your one-off uh, offer. It also needs to have lots of photos and testimonials, really evocative copy, loving invitation, explaining the benefits, all of these good things, and key, 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 a button where people can purchase it online. Meg, Sandra, Michelle, Laura, Angela, Danny, Sharon, everybody says yes. Okay, good. Making sense. Let's move on. So then I want to talk about, well, what actual marketing do you need in place to sell this thing? How do you go find these new students that you're going to invite to come to your come and try trial one-off event? These are the thing, one, two, three, four, five things that you need to create. One, not everyone is into this, but posters still work uh, and, and you can do it crazy cheap. You know, you can use something like Canva. You can use a template from Canva. You don't have to be good at graphic design. You do need to have some good photographs of yourself, but you can use a template for free on canva.com and you can get it, you can print it off on your printer at home if you still have one, or you can take it to whatever, Officeworks, Kinko's, uh, what do you have in the UK? Staples, whatever, and just run off 20 and put them at the library, at the corner shop, at the community notice board, at the uh, alternative therapy centre, health food store, whatever, they still work. Two, don't forget that to email your existing database. So there might be people who used to come years ago or signed up for something a while back but never made it or have, um, you know, have, have for whatever reason been a student in the past but aren't currently attending. So do remember that emailing your existing mailing list is a way of <coughs> welcoming people back in who may not have been for a while. The next piece that you need to put in place is a Facebook ad, a simple Facebook ad. And I'll talk more about the advertising and the advertising spend that I recommend in a moment, but you need to put on a Facebook ad that drives traffic to your sales page so that people can see the ad, be enticed by what you're talking about because it has a great photo and an enticing subject. And they click the ad, they go to the sales page, which is compelling and they purchase with that button to come to your one-off event. 
I also want you to make a Facebook event from your Facebook business page. So go in, create an event, same deal. You've written the text already because it's on the sales page, same photo from the sales page, same text from the sales page. And where it says buy tickets, the link that you put in there is the link to your sales page. And then the final step here is that you go share that event in other community-based Facebook groups, spirituality forum, where, uh, wherever you're from, or the, the what's on or the happenings or the community notice board or whatever your local Facebook groups, go join them and Facebook group uh, <coughs> uh, re regulations permitting share your event. Now this one's really important. This is a little extra tip that I want to give you today that will help with when you share your events into Facebook groups. Oftentimes people will share their events into my Facebook group. Now that's not allowed in itself in my group. That's one of the rules that I've set. But what I really hate the most is when people just share it into a group and they just share it with no other comment. It's kind of like lazy. It's like, it feels kind of spammy, right? I'm just going to go share my shit into as many groups as I can find. I really recommend sharing into Facebook groups, like I said, if it's allowed within the conditions of the group. But don't be lazy about it. When you go and share, write another note, right? So you, you press the share button on the event, share it into the, the group that you've chosen, and then write another love note at the top of the post so it doesn't look like you've just spammed the hell out of it to all of the groups that you happen to be a member of. Make it relevant to the group, make it a warm and inviting invitation, let people know how they can contact you to get more information. And put the link in again into the, into the copy that you're including as you share the post. So they're the five things, um, they're the five things that you get started straight away. Rhonda says, can you confirm this will be available for replay as I may have to drop off? Don't drop off, Rhonda. Sounds rather dire, but yes, there will be a replay. <laughs> All right, so there's your basic five steps of marketing. Now, this one is crazy important. The amount of times I've had people in my programs or my clients tell me that they've done everything and they've got crickets. They've done the five things that I recommend and nothing's happening. It's because they're missing out on this step. The critical, critical. In fact, step two kind of doesn't matter unless... There is step three. It's like telling a Shivananda yogi to skip Shavasana. Like, why bother with the asana if there's no Shavasana at the end? This is that. You've got to do this part. Connecting and following up. This is what will set you apart from other people who are using social media to offer their yoga. I promise you. And I also promise that it will not consume your life take over everything. You'll see me do it later on. I'm going to ask you guys to connect with me individually through social media to maintain and connect and get to know each other better. I want you to understand how important this piece is. So here again, four things that I really recommend. Once people have begun to interact with the marketing that you've already established, the first one is you need to be doing Instagram and Facebook Lives regularly. Um, Michelle and Greg know that uh, I think that's daily. <laughs> but some people will freak out, particularly if you've never done a live video before, and that might seem a little bit over the top. Um, if you want to get the 
detail on Amy's teachings on using live video. I've got a podcast. Uh, you can go get it on my podcast. Uh, Abundant Yoga Teachers is the name of my podcast. And there's, a, there's one uh, episode specifically about how to do live video well, why it's important and how you can really use it to connect with people and grow your classes. It, I could talk, uh, you know, I could do a whole training just on that. I've already done it. Go get it on my podcast. But for right now, what I recommend is that <laughs> Michelle says, ha ha, daily. Yes, daily. Well, daily or as close to daily as you will allow yourself to get live Instagram, live Facebook basics, six minutes, around six minutes, talking to the camera, not to your own face, which would look like this. And everybody sort of feels disconnected from you and weird, like look into the camera and it's not just about you getting on a live video and selling the hell out of your one-off class. People don't really jam with that. There is a time for that, but this is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about connection. So when you do those lives, teach your people something. Let's go back to our earlier example. You teach core strength vinyasa. You've got a 12-week term of core strength vinyasa coming up that you're looking for new people to attend. So you've decided to put on a one Sunday afternoon, two-hour thing about intro to the abs and using yoga for strengthening, back protection, whatever your angle is. So then you can jump onto your Instagram or to your Facebook and you could do a training about the basic musculature of the core. What is the core anyway? You could teach about, okay, put your hands here and do this and you can feel your obliques or put your hands here and do that and you can feel rectus abdominis, whatever. You could do a teaching on why strong core equals healthy lower back. You could do a teaching on three short yoga exercises because these people, you know, might be new to yoga that are going to help you strengthen your core. You could do a thing on, is it possible to get ripped doing yoga? I don't know. But like these are four or five topics that you could do a short video on where you're actually sharing useful content with the people who are engaging with your videos. So people see that you're generous, that you've got a good attitude, that you want to help. They see that you're an authority and they know what you're talking about and that they understand that you're a real person and they can get a sense of, is this the sort of person that I would like to learn from? Do I have connection and rapport with this person? May she be the right, he be the right yoga teacher for me. Then what's really key here is at the end of those videos, you say, thanks for being with me today. I've really enjoyed sharing the basic musculature of the core with you. If you would like to learn more about this, I'm hosting a special two-hour class on Sunday, the yada yada, whatever. Um, you can get tickets for it here. Say the link. Post the video. And then go and edit. This is for Facebook. Go and edit the comment, the, the copy that you write at the, on a post to say pretty much that. In this video, I'm teaching the basic musculature of the core. I'll teach you how to access yada yada, transverse adonis, whatever, to strengthen your lower back. Also in the video, I'm inviting you to come join me on my two-hour introduction to core strength vinyasa happening at this, this, that. Here's the link to go buy a ticket. They're the lives. Let me do a check with the... Um, Catherine says, it's so amazing. People are always stopping and telling me they watch every time I do a Facebook Live. It's been working great. Well done, Catherine. Meg says, I so need to get brave with live videos. 
And the thing, Meg, and for everyone, anyone else who feels nervous about it, everybody feels nervous at the start of a live video. But here's the thing. You know you're a professional in standing in front of a group of people and teaching something. That's all a live video is. And as much as we would love the whole world to see it from a marketing perspective, the reality is they won't. So, oh, and, and Meg, the other thing is, I mean, if it's an absolute stinker, and I mean absolute stinker, not just, oh, maybe my dog photobombed the background or something. If it's a write-off, you don't have to post it. You can delete it. It's okay. <laughs> you will always get that option just before you finish it up. <laughs> but you're not allowed to self-censor to the point that no one ever gets to meet you. Alex says, practice, practice, and more practice. Yes. Meg says, great, Catherine, I will practice. Alex, yes. Michelle says, I so need to get more brave as well. Michelle, you're all over this. What are you talking about? You're brave. Okay, let's move on. So next piece is every day add some content into the Facebook event. So think about when you've seen an event that's interesting and you've said that I'm interested in the event, or maybe you've even said I'm going, which we know in Facebook land is very different from actually committing to showing up. But you've said, yep, I'm going, or yep, I'm interested in that. I do it all the time. I'm interested in so many things. Like if you looked at the things on my Facebook account that I said I'm interested in, I'm going to Kirtan all over Australia every day, 365. Like I, I'm never actually going to go to anything, but it helps me remember that, oh, that was a thing I might go to. That's how I use Facebook events. And I suspect a lot of other people do as well. But once I've said I'm interested, every time that event gets updated, I get a notification. Kirtan in Yarraville's just added a new photo. Hmm, that's right. I thought I was going to go to that thing. I'm going to go check over there and see what they've added and I'm more likely to sign up because I'm spending more time with the material. So it's important to, once you've made that Facebook event, keep adding to it, keep adding in the discussion, keep responding to people who have commented on your posts. It can be live videos. You can share the live video that you did on your page into the event. You can do other really short videos into the event. Every time someone signs up for your one-off thing, you can do a post and welcome them. Yay, I'm so excited. Amy's coming along to intro to Core Strength Vinyasa picture. So be daily, be adding content to that Facebook event for, that you've created for your trial class. Next, this one's really important and Michelle can attest to um, the power of this one. So say, for example, you have, um, I don't know, no one's bought yet. But 50 people have said they're interested or they're going on your Facebook event. Your job is to connect and follow up with those people. Send them a message, direct message them and say, hey, Amy, I love that you're interested in coming along to my core strength vinyasa trial class on Sunday, the yada yada. Don't forget, you do need to book your ticket in advance. Here's the link to go sign up. And if you have any questions, please message me back. I'd love to hear from you. That. Doesn't sound salesy or weird. You said you're interested in my event. I'm just checking in to make sure you know you have to get yourself registered. And if someone writes you back and says, hey, slag, stop spamming me, just block them. I mean, if you want that energy in your life, it's not your fault. Don't worry about it. Reach out, direct message everyone who says that they're going or they're interested. Connect and follow up. Michelle says, yes, I love this part. So Michelle, one of my clients, we were working on this. And I think, Michelle, you have like 132 people say they're interested, something crazy. And doing this process, actually, what was it, nine new people signed up as a result. Great. Trish says, natural is the key. Perfection is not a thing. 
Yes, totally agree with you. That's what people connect with, right, Trish? That's what that's why your people are your people and my students are my students because we show up and be real and the right people get that. Michelle says from doing this process, she had 147 people say they were interested in her Facebook event and 16 of those people signed up because she reached out and sent them a direct message. Now that's no money spent. That direct messaging, it takes time but it doesn't take that much time. Imagine what 16 new people coming to one of your classes would do for your class, let alone your bank balance. Like this is really powerful stuff. Copy and paste. Uh, Sam, it would be, Sam says, what would you say in the direct message? Sam, it would be something like, hey, Sam, I love that you're interested in coming to my um, uh, Hanuman story and yoga asana class on Sunday. I just wanted to let you know that you do need to book in advance to save your place. If you would like to save yourself a place in this fun workshop, here's the link to get your tickets. And if you have any questions, just reply to this to this direct message. Just reply to this message. I'd love to hear from you. That. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, uh, I don't know. It does seem to have like dropped off, right? I know Sam says she can hear me. Okay. Uh, Greg, teach well. Sarah, I don't know why you can't hear me. I think, just let me know, folks. If Okay, cool. Danielle says she can hear me. Great. I don't know what's going on there. Next. Um, the final piece here, again, this is about connecting and following up. Every time someone registers, so you know that amazing moment when you get the cha-ching email and you're like, oh, my God, magic happened. Someone that I don't know just bought my workshop. It's a, you know, it's a, like, it's a very, it's a very splendid moment <laughs> get on that email that person back and let them know that you're really excited that they're coming the email is something like hey Alaria, I, I love that you've booked in for my introduction to uh drew yoga i can't wait to share the class with you it's going to be super fun before i meet you on sunday i've got a favor to ask if there are people in your life who could do with the nourishing, slow, gentle exploration of Drew Yoga, I'd be really grateful if you could forward this email on to them. Underneath, I've attached some information in case they would like to join us. Everyone who signs up, they're interested in you. They're picking up what you're putting down. They've swiped right or whatever on your Tinder. They want to come. So it's likely that they would like to recommend you to their friends. Everyone who signs up, ask them to share your event with people uh, that they think would also like to come. Paula says, hello, people here on the webinar from the other side of the world, Argentina, South America. I could wave to you. I wave across the ocean, Paula. Love it. All right. So this is really important. Again, I want to re reiterate. This is the step that people miss. They do all the marketing, they've built the sales page, they put all the marketing out there and then they just sit and wait. This is the critical, critical, critical part. If you think about a yoga class, this is like the part of the start of class before class starts where you chat with folks. You know how important that is for retention? If you just sat up the, if you were just like, you know, you're in like samadhi at the start of class and everyone else is getting their shit and settling down and, and bumping their blankets or whatever, and you're just up there, you know, like Adi Yogi and Buddy Mount Kailash, 
ain't no one feeling connected with you. But if you're moving around the room or even if you're sitting on your mat saying, hey, Greg, good to see you. And hey, Michelle, how's it going? How's your ankle since last week? That is so important for people to feel a part of something. And this step three is the marketing equivalent of that type of engagement. Um, all right, so let's move on. And making sense so far, I'll take a sip of water, folks, and do a is this making sense check-in. Let me know in the chat where, if you're following where I'm going. Totally, says Meg. Okay, awesome. Thanks, Meg. Thanks, everybody, for being here with me, too. This is just, like, you're all just so great. Thanks, Sam. Yes, definitely, says Consuelo. Oh, Money, great reminder about the follow-up. Yes, good. Hey, Shaz is here. Awesome. Great. Okay, let's move on. So this is where you are not allowed to freak out. Okay, I'm going to talk about the marketing budget. This is where you are not allowed to freak out. If you've never done Facebook ads before, again, go hit up my podcast. There's bunches of episodes about Facebook ads. I've got two uh, suggested ad spends. And I've done them as percentages because I don't know you. Um, I know some of you, but I don't know you so well. I don't know what your, you know, appetite to spend money is, all of these good things. So I've done them as percentages of, of your overall marketing budget. I'm going to go through them, the basic and then the advanced. If the basic is your advanced, just take in, it's like being with Douglas Brooks, just, just take in the pieces that you feel being pervious to and let the rest slide off you know this gets to be leaky gut until it's not it's okay <laughs> i can't believe i just used an intestinal reference to talk about my own training anyway i did here we go basic model 40 percent on your facebook ad make one ad and spend 40 percent on your budget uh 40 of your budget on it spend another 40 percent boosting your Facebook event. So Facebook will say, would you like to boost this event to reach more people? Spend 40% doing that. And then spend 20% boosting the Facebook lives that you've done on your page that have the most engagement. So if you had, I don't know, like 200 views and 50 comments on a Facebook live versus another live that had two people look at it and one person comment, spend some money boosting the one that's had more engagement because Facebook is likely to maximize your ad spend because Facebook already knows that more people liked looking at that content. Remember, Facebook wants everybody to have a good experience on Facebook, both the users and the advertisers. So when you have great content that people like and you're trying to make it, make it turn it into an ad, Facebook really loves that because it's happily take your money and really wants to show people stuff that people like to look at. So that's how I would recommend you break down your spend at a basic level. 40% on one ad, 40% boosting your event, and 20% boosting the lives that you've done. But after about 48 hours, you can see, did this get a lot of traction or not? If it did, stick 10 bucks on it, for example. Have at it. That's the basic marketing budget. The, this is the, the advance. Don't freak out. If this is like, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> don't worry. Okay, <laughs> the advanced. Spend 30% of your budget on your first Facebook ad. And that ad should be a video ad. You talking to camera, 
maybe some footage of you teaching, explaining what it is that you're about, a video ad that goes for maybe two minutes, spend 30% of your Facebook budget, of your advertising budget on that ad. Bonus tip, there is a training on my Facebook page. I'm wearing a gray t-shirt. It's also as a pot, you can also get it on my podcast. It's called something about maximizing your advanced Facebook ads about how to select the audience for this type of ad. So if you're at the more advanced stage, actually, this is like intermediate advanced, right? If you're at the intermediate advanced stage, you might want to check out that training in conjunction with this one to make sure that when you do spend that money, your audiences are rock solid and you're getting great traction with people who are more likely to want to receive what it is that you have to offer. So 30% on your first Facebook video ad, 20% on your boosted Facebook event, 20% on your Google remarketing ads. So that's using the Google display network. That's where, you know, when you, if you don't know what that is, think about a time when you have gone to buy something online, for whatever reason, you've abandoned your shopping cart, you've never bought it. And for the next two weeks, every time you go on YouTube or you look at the yoga journal or you, I don't know, whatever else, the weather channel, whatever, you see that thing in an ad on that page. That's the Google display network. And if you have your Google Pixel installed, it's very, very easy and very, very affordable to set that up through MailChimp. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Spend 10% of your budget on your best Facebook lives, which I described earlier, and then spend another 20% doing a second Facebook ad that is going to your warm audience. So that is people who have, in, who have um, there are different types of warm audiences and we won't, I won't go into this in detail today, but essentially a warm audience is someone who has already engaged with you in some way on the internet before, maybe because they're on your mailing list, maybe because they've been to your website, maybe because they've watched one of your videos on your Facebook page, maybe they've said they're interested in your event, all of these audiences you can specifically target in your Facebook ads. They're all warm because they've received something from you. They've, they've spent time with you in a sense already. And so because of that, they're more likely to buy. So you send them a second ad that's just a photo, not a video saying, Gore Strength Vinyasa, picture of you, 20% text on the image. Spend 20% of your budget on that. Now, I'm going to pause here because... Um, I want to do a check-in about anything about what I've just explained very quickly, I know, about allocating your marketing budget. Does anyone have any questions about that? <clears throat> no questions about Facebooks? Oh, Susan, I can't, um, um, I can't just type it into the chat, Susan, your question, because I can't do the hand raising, unraising thing. Um, all right. So let's see. Uh, <laughs> Laura Collis needs more time to get a question ready. Um, Meg says, how much should your marketing budget be? Meg, it totally depends on where you're at in your business um, and how much, uh, how much you want to spend. It's, I don't want to give you just a straight up blank number because I don't, because I don't know what your, um, 
overall intention is, the magnitude of your business. For some people, it will be 50 bucks. For some people, it will be $500. For some people, it will be five grand. It really depends on what it is that you're looking to do. If you've got a home studio that can fit six people, your ad spend is going to be very different from if you've got a studio got maybe across two locations that can fit 60 people in each room and you've got two rooms per studio. So it really does vary, which is why I've done the percentage. I know that's so unsatisfying as an answer. I'm sorry, but it is one of those things that it depends. Um, all right. So, um, um, Alex says hundred pounds again, Alex, maybe what I will say folks is if you are new to this, you need to, um, what I recommend is it's like when I first turned 18 TMI analogy coming up, Australian cultural references coming up. When I first turned 18 in Australia, the gambling age is 18. And for when my cousins, they lived in the country and the only place you could go have a beer was the bolo, which is actually what we call like the bowling club. And that means lawn bowls, the RSL, the return services league. They had, uh, you could get a beer, wasn't too expensive. You could sit in the beer garden. They also had pokies, gaming machines. And so I was with my cousins. I'd just turned 18 and I, and I thought this would be an adventure because now I'm allowed to go use these gaming machines. And I remember my mother said to me, and I'm, I, I had no idea, never used it before. And she said to me, only spend as much as you're prepared to lose, which for me at the time was 20 bucks. And that was right on the edge. I don't know. I was like 1990 something. Anyway, my point is Alex, because you haven't done it before, you don't know if you're any good at it yet. You don't know how well things go. You don't know if what sort of ad is going to be successful. You don't know what types of videos your people like looking at. So what I would recommend is consider how much am I prepared to spend to teach myself how to do this well and go spend that amount. If you are prepared to do your very, very best with your hundred quid and also be okay with the fact that maybe it might not work, then that's a good amount of money for you to start with. Once you've done it a few times, like Michelle, she's done it now. She knows about her conversion. She knows what, if she spends this much, it's likely that she'll get this many signups and it's likely from those, she'll get this many people book into her block of classes. So then she can play with the, uh, the, the ratio, maybe spend more to get more, but that's because she's built up some data. Um, so Susan, I think for your question about could you give a general ballpark of a budget, probably it's the same kind of deal. Um, yeah, it, it, it really is one of those things that I need to spend time with you rather than in this um, big group environment because I wouldn't want to give you financial advice about marketing budgets without knowing more about your business. Laura, spares, what, Laura says, what dollar spend weekly gets good traction? Weekly, 10 to 20 bucks a week. Um, again, it depends on what your ad is, Laura. Um, for what we're talking about today, for like a one-off, I say go big. Here's the thing about adjusting a Facebook ad budget. If you put, if you start your ad off, say you've got, I, I recommend three weeks between, say, say you've got two weeks to go sell your one-off thing, right? And you're not sure how well the ad's going to go. So you stick 10 bucks on it a day and it turns out that the ad's going great and people are signing up and you want to like blow it up, spend more because you're already making the money back. If you increase your daily ad spend in Facebook by more than 12%, Facebook will shit the bed and your ad will stop working. Apologies if you're new to me, I swear a lot. But that's what happens. So you do need to be mindful that... Um, if you have the intention of start off small and see how it goes, you can only increase it 10, 12 max percent 
day on day, otherwise the ad will cack itself and will stop working. Um, Estelle says, this is amazing stuff. Thanks so much. I feed, the feed keeps cutting out, so I will have to register to the replay. I'm sorry about that, Estelle. Don't, can't really do anything about that, unfortunately. Um, uh, Claire says, is there a minimum you would spend? For example, don't bother spending less than $10. Um, I say, look, I think, it, Claire, Facebook will mandate a minimum daily spend. I like, I recommend that you set your budget, at, set a daily budget rather than an overall campaign budget. Just make sure you turn off your ad when you're done with it. Um, uh, 10 bucks a day. Yeah. Uh, Susan says, is there a percentage of what the offering is that you should spend on marketing? No, again, it really depends, Susan. And um, if we think about, if it, it depends on, well, I'm sorry about saying it depends all the time. Like I said, I know that's really unsatisfying, but it depends on your overall intention. So for example, I was talking with uh, Greg, one of my private clients yesterday about the time span over which you will consider your return on investment. So really, if this was me, if I was implementing what I'm teaching you all today, I am prepared to make no money on the trial class because my interest is in getting people to turn up for the block booking. So if I make nothing, if I just break even on the trial, room hire, ad spend, whatever, I don't care. I've got 20 people and they all paid 20 bucks. I don't care if I spend all that on ads and room hire because my goal is to have a 50% conversion so that half those 20 sign up to my block booking, that's $180 and that's where I make the money. Now, like I was talking with Greg yesterday, you can even take it out further than that. You could spend even more at the front end so that you don't even make a profit on those 10 people who buy your block classes, but they come back the following block booking and that's where you, receive, you see the return on investment. So it, again, it depends on the magnitude of the strategy that you're implementing and the, um, and the uh, temporal nature of it, like how long into the future are you considering a return on investment? Um, Sandra says, thank you for the advice for newbies on Facebook marketing, very helpful. Yes, good, mega. All right, cool. Um, yeah, Danielle, I know, it just depends, right? All of these annoying things, I'm sorry, it depends. Okay, so. Great questions, everybody. Gosh, you're all awesome. I'm so lucky. I just really, I want to reiterate, I'm not just saying this to, like, this is, this is for real. I'm so just thrilled that you're all here and nerding out with me about this stuff. Like, I can't teach that much yoga. You know that, right? Like, I, you're all in my team helping me with my own dharma. That's, I have a totally vested interest here in making sure that your classes are full because when your classes are full, the world gets better. <laughs> so thanks so much for being engaging and uh, asking great questions, being here at all. Okay, so next, we're actually, the day has come and we're actually at the event. Step five is what do you do during your event? And this one, Michelle, I love you. This one is where I also see people flake out because this one can be another, it's like the live video thing. This one can be a scary piece for a lot of teachers. So step number one is teach your heart out. Teach like the teach as much as you are in love with yoga. Like share that with your people. Be prepared in whatever that looks like for you. Teach great stuff. Don't overstuff. Don't try and put everything in to prove that you're good at. Just teach and be in flow and love, 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 love all over everybody. 
have a great time, teach your heart out, most important. Second important, most important, this is where people flake out on themselves and the people in the class. You must leave time in your plan to talk about your blocked classes. I recommend 10 minutes before you finish up. And I'm not talking about, all right, everybody, thanks so much for coming. If you could put your props away, I'll see you all next time. Oh, by the way, if you'd like to come and do a couple of weeks of your, no, 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 no. Before, like, OM or whatever you do, meditation, uh, chant the invocation, whatever it is that you do to complete the sadhana, do that. But before you give people the cue to essentially stand up, pack up and leave, 10 minutes in your plan to invite people to come to your ongoing classes, to your block of classes. This is so important. And the reason that people bail out on this is because they don't want to mess up the bath. They don't want to suddenly be a car salesman when everybody thought they were a rishi, you know, like, hang on, I thought you were my yoga lady and now you're trying to sell me something. We get so scared about that. But here's the thing. These people have just spent two hours in Ananda Tandava with you. They are in love with everything that's going on. They've just had such a great time. They've been in a room full of other people who are nice. You're great. You taught, taught them something that they're so into and they really loved. And all you're saying is, if you like that, you might like this as well. I'd love for you to come. This is what I often talk about as being the dessert menu. You never feel weirded out when the waiter comes up to you at the end of a beautiful meal and says, would you like to see the dessert menu? No one ever feels weird about that. They're never like, what the hell, man? Can't you see I've just eaten something here? You know, you're just like, huh, okay. Or no, or, but you're never like, you're never telling the, you know, you never tell the waiter to fuck off when he brings you the dessert menu. Maybe you take a look, maybe you're kind of interested, maybe you're hanging for dessert. Maybe you're like sitting on the edge of your seat because you can't wait to eat the next thing. The best time to invite people to come to more of your yoga is at the end of the piece of your yoga that they've just experienced. And so if you flake out because you have it in your mind that it is a spiritual cell, that's a whole other topic, but if that's in there, if you have that grunty in your business nadis, know that you avoiding inviting people to get more yoga in their lives if your bullshit is getting in the way of people getting more yoga in their lives then you are being in disservice to them in that moment if you are playing small and refusing to talk about what it is that you have to offer because it will make you feel uncomfortable you are preventing people from getting more of that healing transformation power of yoga that they need and that they want to buy so this is really important get out of your way get out of the student's way and with an open heart, invite people to receive more yoga from you. In that 10 minutes, you need to let them know, give them some kind of special incentive that is time bound. What I recommend is you do the one-off thing on a Sunday afternoon. The end of the class, you say, folks, I've had such a beautiful time with you here today. As you can tell, I am in love with Drew Yoga and I really believe that it's a powerful modality, gentle, soothing, and really powerful. If you would like to do more Drew Yoga with me, in three weeks, I've got a regular class starting up on a Wednesday night. It looks like yada, yada, yada. 
Normally the price is $180 for the full term, but if you sign up by Wednesday night, because I've had such a great time with you here today, I'd love to give you $20 off by using this coupon code, something like that. Or I don't know, folks, I've had such a great time with you here today doing two hours of restorative yoga or yoga nidra. I really hope that you're feeling nourished and supported with these, um, with, with the techniques and the things that we've done. Uh, um, if you would like to have more restorative yoga in your life, if you think that it might continue to benefit you going forward, I've got a series of classes, eight weeks coming up. It starts in three weeks on Tuesdays at 10.30 in the morning. And if you register for that by Wednesday night, I'd love to give you a lavender essential oil eye pillow to support your yoga nidra practice at home. Give people some kind of time-bound either discount or value add. Take some money off or give something extra. And I recommend that you do teach the thing on a Sunday afternoon, make the cutoff for the get the free thing discount the Wednesday of the following week. And then the final piece here is that you have a poster or a postcard or something about your block of classes that you, a tactile actual thing that you give to everybody as they leave. Maybe you taught a restorative thing, you give them a Tulsi Rose tea bag with a little card on it that reminds them to go book into the thing. Maybe you just give them the poster and ask them to put it up in their workplace. But give people something to take with them when they go as another way to remind them to go book in to your classes. All right, let me just do a check-in with the... Um, uh, 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 uh. Paula says, sorry, Amy, I'm new to this. What do you mean by a block of classes? Yeah, great question, Paula. So I was, I was just covered this briefly at the start. What I mean is like an eight, eight weeks of classes or 12 weeks of classes or term two of classes or, you know, the autumn season of classes. But it, uh, what I'm talking about today is less about ongoing, less about the yoga business plan that is rolling enrollments all the time, memberships, and more about sign up for eight consecutive weeks or sign up for 12 consecutive weeks. Um, uh, Consuelo says, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, it's powerful, right, Consuelo? Like, you think about, wow, I know, because we all know this, right? We wouldn't be yoga teachers if we didn't believe that yoga was the shears. Like, yoga can actually fix you. Yoga fixes me all the time in moments and in big things that you think are insurvivable. Yoga. So, if I'm letting my own bullshit about being salesy or weird or pushy, if I'm letting all of that dialogue and, and conditioning and negative belief that's, that's built up over time prevent me from helping more people have yoga in their life, like how dare I? How dare I do that? So con considering that, okay, it's, it's my job. If I truly believe that yoga heals, I gotta go talk about it. I'm gonna do that now. You know, you gotta feel the power of yoga and let it bust through any resistance you have to offering or extending an invitation. Danielle says, I read the dessert menu first. I love that, Danielle. I'm a bit like that too. In fact, I'm the person when I go to an event, you know, I was talking at the start of the training about um, how uh, yesterday I spent two hours on a video training like this. I was on the edge of my seat in the second hour because I couldn't wait for him to give me the dessert menu. Like, what is this guy going to sell me? What, am, what is he going to offer me? I'm so excited. To, I want to know what he's got next. I had no intention of buying it, but I love when someone gives me the dessert menu. I mean, I'm going to look at it. I'm going to think, mm, yum, yum, carrot cake, but no, I'm full. Or like, bring me the chocolate mousse, honey. Is it vegan? Bring it. I'm, I'm like getting my face in it. 
I totally agree with you. Shaz says, very good. So straight to Shavasana or Juicy Yin? I don't, I don't, I think Juicy Yin is an oxymoron, Shaz, but you know that about me already. Okay, let's move on. I think we've done all the questions about this section. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Now, this one, I'm a, I have a fetish for this. Um, this one is super, super important. And again, it's a piece that people miss out on. It is so important to do step six, which are your post-event emails. Now, I recommend a three-part follow-up series of emails. I'm going to briefly discuss them here, and I'm going to give you an opportunity to get some templates so that you could just actually like copy and paste what I would send out. So take notes if you want. Don't freak. I can send you the templates, but here they are. And, and, and you've got to commit to these. If, if we come back to why you're doing this come and try class in the first place, it's to fill your block booking. So just because you've taught and you're feeling a bit tired and it was really good and you're a bit elated and you're a bit knackered and it's like, oh, that was great. I'm just going to sit on the sofa and rewatch Wild Wild Country <laughs> overshare. Um, don't do that until you do this. Your, your teaching, your trial class has not finished until you send out email number one, which you must send out the day of the trial class. You must send it out as soon as you get home or that night. And it's the thank you for coming plus offer email. Hi, Amy. Thanks so much for coming today. I hope you had as much fun as I did. I really feel blessed to get to share juicy yin yoga and raw vegan treats with people in my community. As I said, at the end of our class today, I have a juicy yin yoga eight-week series of classes that gets going in three weeks. And if you sign up for those by Wednesday night, I'll also send you my How to Survive Yin Yoga with a Peter Dosha ebook valued at a million dollars. I'm being facetious, but you get my point. Here's the link to sign up. Email me back if you have any questions. Love, Amy. P.S. Here's a beautiful photograph of our group from today. That goes out that night. Making sense? Let me just do a uh, mute everybody thingy me what's it okay cool right so uh moving on all right so then that one goes out sunday night then maybe this one is like a day maybe this one goes out on the tuesday and it's that useful tips plus offer email so people came to your thing they enjoyed that you sent them the thank you email two days later you send them another email that gives them a little bit more of what they could expect in your block booking. So say for example, you did, um, I don't know, you did like yoga and essential oils, come and try. Then two days later, they get an email from you that says, hey Amy, um, it was lovely to meet you over the weekend and talk about yoga and essential oils. In this email, I've put together three of my most favorite essential oil blends that you can make up with the basic uh, essential oil home kit, that one for each of the doshas, I don't know, whatever. Enjoy, lots of love, namaste, satnam, whatever, Amy. P.S. Don't forget, if you would like to get your complimentary three-part piece rollerball set as a, my gift for you by when you sign up for my block of classes starting in three weeks, make sure you register by Wednesday. Here's the link. That's that. Um, Danielle says, don't knock yin. Oh, 
it's delicious. Danielle, I'm just knocking it from me. Like I, I am, I wish I was cool enough to like dig on the yin, but it's just not my bar. What can I say? Um, <laughs> I just, um, and I know Danielle, that's why I need to do more of it. The fact that I sweat bullets, hate the teacher, any yin teacher. I get that that's me. I know, I know, I know. I need to burn that karma off. I get it. I'm not, I'm not belittling your method. I'm belittling my, uh, 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 tendon dominant body type. Right. Final email goes out the day the special offer ends. It's the last chance plus offer, offer, offer. So this is where you really send a sales email. It's the last chance. Hey, Amy, um, just checking in to make sure you've got your space reserved for the class starting in three weeks. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. You'll receive this. Here's some more benefits. Here's some more benefits. I love it. I love it. I love it. All the good things about your class. And the special thing that I'm offering, the million dollar yin book, the rollables, the whatever it is that you're doing, the 20 bucks off, the 50 bucks off, the bring a friend for half, whatever the thing is that you're offering finishes today. I'd hate for you to miss out. I really love to, I love giving gifts. So make sure you sign up today so that I can give you that. And as always, if you have any questions, do let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Now, these three emails, you write them once and then you can repurpose them. You can tweak them. You can edit them so that every time you do a one-off come and try class into the future, you have them written. These are such a powerful and important part of your marketing process. And if you miss them, you will miss, in, in, to use marketing speak, converting people who came to your one-off event into people who come to your ongoing classes. And we've got to remember that that is the ultimate point of this in the first place. So these are absolutely essential. Does it feel three emails in four days? People will freak out. No, they won't. Think about this. Dating analogy wouldn't be an Amy training if this didn't happen. And if you can't remember what this is like or if you haven't ever dated with a smartphone, just take this as a metaphor, like whatever. You go on a date uh, and it's a good date. And then you are just obsessed with every message and um, even if it's just like the dancing emoji man, it's like groundbreaking and profound and you can't get enough of that shit, right? Because the date was awesome. And you're like, man, you know, like that crazy face emoji. I think it's love. You are so obsessed about getting those messages because you just had that date and it was great. That's how people feel ish about getting your emails after they've been to your one-off thing. Two months down the road, someone sends you like the crazy face emoji. Like, what the fuck? Can't you just write to me? Are you even a human? Like, what's your problem? Can't we even communicate? Haven't you got anything meaningful to say? But two months earlier, dancing emoji, like changed your day. This is what people are like when they're getting your emails, when they've just had a great experience from you. Three emails in four days when you're offering beautiful content and asking them if I'd like more, that just feels good. Don't be emailing people three times a week, two months down the road, because then it's like, you know, my second example, the dating analogy, but don't feel scared about sending people a bunch of emails off the back of your come and try. They are never going to be more in love with you in, than they are at that moment. Okay. Uh, any questions about part, part six, post-event emails? <laughs> Shaz is laughing it up. You know what I'm talking about. Like that, you know, like what, what does that mean when you get the, you know, that, that like body roll, two cats body roll on Instagram? My God, this must be my dream person. We're meant to be because it's two cats doing body rolls. It's, it's meaningful at the start, right? 
<laughs> okay, I'm going to no more questions. All right, so then what happens? Then what you need to do is go back to part number three in the presentation, which was about connecting and following up and start doing exactly those things for the class, the, the block of classes themselves, more lives, more commenting in the events, more direct messaging people who said they're interested or they're going, more emails, more posters, go back and redo everything that you did for the one-off class. Now flip it and start doing it for your term booking. Same deal, you've got the steps, you can go back in the replay and, and check in with that slide and get it again. But the ongoing, the marketing continues from the end of the, from when you sent out the, uh, that Wednesday email, it continues until the block booking starts. Keep going, keep going. All right, so I wanna take a bigger pause now and open it up to questions from anything that I've covered so far. So type your questions into the chat. Um, it, what, it, what have I not given you enough information on? Do you have, do you want to brainstorm something? Is there a particular workshop that you're working on right now that I can help you with? Um, type all of your questions into the chat. I want to really support you with this. I know we took a fair few questions for the, for the marketing budget stuff, but anything else that you've got going on, just type it in now and I'll, I seem to all come in in a flurry. Uh, or if you've got nothing and it all feels fairly straightforward, just let me know that too. I want to make sure that um, I want to do a check-in. Uh, Catherine is off to a city meeting. Hilaria, that's a great name. Really great stuff. Thank you. Uh, how would you promote online classes any differently? Sam, I would, um, just before, like, folks, I've got some more stuff. Like, uh, this is not the end. So um, if you have to go, I get it. But I, I want to give you some more stuff in a second. Just, just this is a pause. Um, okay, so um, how would you promote online classes? No, Sam, I promote them the same. But the only thing is you can go broader because people can be anywhere, presumably, to take your online questions. Um, uh, Michelle, how, what marketing or what can I do more of now? So you can, well, Michelle, you can launch another trial and you can do all of the connect, um, uh, reach out, like the, the connection stuff, follow-up stuff, and you can be doing all of the basics that was on the first, the five things that were on the first page, you can be doing all of those as well. Sandra says, do you recommend offering this promotion class for free? Hells no, Sandra. You, you must charge for it. 20, 25, 30 bucks. Great question. I'm sorry I didn't cover that. Yeah. Um, Laura says, same prices for boosting numbers within the cooler. Example, upselling extra classes to current database. Yes. Yes. Totally. You can, yes, it works for re-engagement. Absolutely. Like come on back workshop. Yes. Um, you can definitely use it to re-engage your existing cooler. Great question, Laura. Meg mm. says, okay, I have a question about photographs that you might take at the event or in class. How do you go about asking permission and how do you get the pics without breaking out of your flow? Great question, Meg. So um, ask people. Um, I think a group pic at the end is enough to put in that email. Um, folks, before you leave, I'd love it if we could capture the moment by taking a group photograph. If you don't want to be in it, I totally understand. Absolutely no pressure. But if you've had fun, let's have a quick smiley picture. Everyone come over here and I'll like, just keep it really informal and, and ask them. Um, did you speak about how to use Instagram? No, Sam, other than to say that lives every day are totally my recommendation. 
Alex says, I have small classes, either take cash or give my bank details. Oh. I know this isn't great. What would be my next step, i.e. to be more professional, having a sales button on my website, PayPal? Alex, yes, you need to have a button on your website that people can buy. If you are going to be running Facebook ads, it is a massive log jam to have strangers. Think about it. Imagine this. You've never known me before. Most of you probably found me through Facebook, right? Imagine you've watched something of mine on Facebook. You think, hey, this chick's kind of interesting. I'm interested in what she has to say. You go to my website and then, and then it's like, oh, here's my BSB and here's my account number. And as if, as if, like who can be bothered with that? I can't even be bothered to actually get my credit card out of my wallet. Like if I can't PayPal with or whatever with my Amex preloaded, I'm going to buy something. If I can't buy something with like four presses of a button, I'm out. So Alex, it is really important that you have that button. Once you start spending money on marketing, you want to do everything you can to open up the channels and let people pay when they want to. And anything like put it into my bank or give me money on the day, which is a massive danger because you can't count on people actually showing up. It's going to be a barrier to people attending and for your own financial stability. Um, Laura says, and a free class if it's a teacher training class. What do you mean? Like if your teachers are teaching it? No, I think they could still pay five bucks. If it's a come and try to join, sign up for my teacher training, I'd make it like an info session after a class. Um, da, 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 da. Wendy, do you recommend a particular program for an online booking system? Um, I, do, I recommend using Moonclerk and Stripe as a shopping cart. Um, it depends on the size of your business as to the requirements you would have, Wendy, about what type of booking system. Like if you just run classes at the Mechanics Institute twice a week, you don't need like a mind body. You know, you need like a clipboard. Um, but it, it, that's one of those questions that, that really depends. Um, Sam says, do you have a preference for autoresponder emails like MailChimp or Constant Contact? I personally, Sam, I use MailChimp because one, it's, like impossible to get it wrong. It's like made for dum-dums, which is where I place myself on the technology spectrum. Um, and also it integrates in smart ways, in easy ways. Like it integrates easy with Facebook ads. It integrates easy with the Google display network. It integrates easy with Zapier and uh, you know other functionality. So it ain't fancy, but it's really affordable and it's, you know, it's pretty no brainer. Um, okay, so I want to move on. Great questions. Keep them coming in. And if we have time, I will totally get to them at the end because um, I'm just having so much fun talking with all of you. But let me move on. Right. So this is what I said earlier. If you want the, I've written these emails a squillion times for people. If you want those template emails, that's a three part follow up email sequence. If you want me to send it to you so that you can just cut and paste it, uh, you know, put your own photo or whatever. I'll just send them to you as a document. If you want them, hit me up, like send me an email or DM me on Instagram and just say, Amy, can you send me the template emails, please? <laughs> Dancing man emoji. Uh, no, emoji is optional, but I love you already. You don't need to send me the, the cat gif. If you would like to get those emails, uh, jot that down. It's my email address or my Instagram handle and I'll send them to you. Hmm. I wonder if I can... No, PDF. I was going to say, if someone could type that into the chat for everybody else, that would be awesome. For those of you who are listening to this on the podcast, I should just tell you, if you want to email me to get the template emails, you can hit me at amy at amymcdonald.com.au 
or if you want to ask me via the gram, you can find me at Amy Yoga Biz Coach. So if you want me to send you those three emails, like I said, you will have to tweak them so that they sound like you and not like me. But if you, I can, you know, I've got them written, I can send them to you so that you've got some swipe copy uh, to get yourself going. I really think that those three emails are essential. I'm also a fan of sending a three-part email follow-up to any new drop-in student. Uh, you can, you can um, use the, these templates, you can modify them and use them in that situation as well. Next thing that I want to propose, so we've just spent like an hour going through this training about how to use a one-off event to go fill your classes. What I want to do is offer you an opportunity to go implement this. Like I said at the start of this call, my interest today is uh, sharing useful information with you that you then go and implement to the betterment of your business and the people in your community who need what you have to offer. So rather than this be simply like, a, you know, um, like a jnana fest, like, okay, great, I've got the thrill of new knowledge. I actually want it to be jnana karma fest. Get the knowledge, go take the action. So if that lights you up and you want to go get this done, I want you to make sure that you're in my Facebook group. The link is uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash abundant yoga teachers. Get yourself into the group and I'm going to be posting in there regularly as well as doing lives in there over the next couple of weeks about implementing this stuff so that it actually becomes real for you. Now, if you are midway through a term or you're about to go to India for a month or whatever, if actually doing this right now isn't the right timing for you, join the challenge anyway, because you can go build all of this stuff. You can create your sales pages. You can write the copy for your ads. You can make the posters. You can draft the follow-up emails. And I can help give you feedback on all of that and then you can press the button on it and start it once the timing is right. So don't not be involved in this because you might not be immediately ready to go. If you want my support in helping you build out all of this, make sure that you're in my Facebook group because I'm going to be really focusing on helping everybody to take action, not to just think about all of this stuff. And I would love to support you specifically like as much as I can in the Facebook group on exactly what it is that you're working on in your business to make this really work for you. Like I was saying before, Michelle spent, she spent 200 bucks. She had 147 people say they were interested. She had 16 of those people come along on the day. And then from there, I think, what was it, Michelle? Nine people then went on, signed up to become her students for the whole term. Profit margin of like, uh, like $1,800 profit after spending all of the stuff on the room hire and everything else. So um, 12 signed up. Holy crap, Michelle, it's even better. That's amazing. Like that's, that's, that's great maths. So for everybody who was asking about, uh, everybody who was asking about uh, ad spend, there you go. There's just, there's an example of what's possible. Really, really great. Congratulations. Okay. So that's the challenge. It's going to be happening in my Facebook group free. Get on it. If you want more of my support on this to really take what we've talked about today and make it happen. That's where I'm interested in. Atta. And now <laughs> let's go do the do. Um, uh, let me see. Let's, uh, Alexandra says, we'll join for sure. I need to work on that button before my birthday, early July. Thanks for this chat. Much appreciated. Yay. Love your support. Thank you, Amy. Oh my God. Michelle, you're so welcome. You, you, you dance enough for the two of us. So it's, you know, a love fest. 
All right, folks, I think that is, yeah, that's everything that I wanted to share about this topic today. So what I'm going to do now is change gears and talk to you for a little bit about the Abundant Yoga Teacher Retreat, which is open for registrations right now. If you're like, eh, no, or if like Catherine, you already signed up and you're coming to Thailand, uh, you don't need to hang around. But for everybody who is interested in learning a little bit more about the Abundant Yoga Teacher Retreat, I'm going to talk for a couple of minutes about that and how actually right now uh, you can get a ticket to it for free. Uh, hashtag awesome. Right, so uh, you're welcome, Trish. So uh, if you like what you got today, if you think that that was pretty pragmatic and I could do that and that would make a big difference and I could, uh, I could have happily 12 brand new people buy eight weeks of yoga from me while I've made $1,800 in the process, um, if you like the idea of you and me sitting down together and actually doing that in person, that's what happens on the Abundant Yoga Teacher Retreat, which is a week-long seven-day retreat in Northern Thailand and it happens in January of 2020. You can find out more about it at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash retreats. So this is pretty much what you can expect here for folks who are listening on the uh, podcast I'll describe those pictures for you so every day we spend a couple of hours every morning doing exactly what we've done today coaching mentoring teaching and implementing these sorts of trainings and the people who come along to the abundant yoga teacher retreat they leave having got stuff done learning discovering sharing shedding making friends relaxing all of those things and implementing so here in this photo you can see I'm showing people how to actually make Facebook ads and how to look at the Facebook ad data so that the results you're getting cost you less and reach more people. For example, just one of the things that we talk about in this is our open air sala that backs onto a rice field. Absolutely beautiful space. So also, you know, inevitably what happens on the abundant yoga teacher retreat is you will meet other yoga teachers who have the same intention to share their yoga with more people as you do. So if you've ever tried to, you know, make connections or reach out to people or share ideas or have like a local yoga teacher meetup and you find there's this energy of competition or like poverty consciousness or you're stealing my students or any of that bullshit. None of that, it's not allowed, but it never even shows up on my retreat because the people who come, they want to support each other. They want to help each other. And <laughs> every time a retreat ends, people stay connected long after the fact. In fact, I think at retreat two retreats ago, they have a Facebook group. They still all get together on like group video calls and support each other. Amazing friendships and peer learning also happens uh, on the Abundant Yoga Teacher Retreat. And of course, there's like yoga because believe it or not, uh, I am a whatever 500 hour, whatever the letters are person, uh, have been practicing yoga since I was eight, have been teaching for the past 10 years and know a thing or two about teaching a yoga class. So we do yoga every morning. Again, what's so special about the yoga that we do on the Abundant Yoga Teacher Retreat is you're in a room with your peers. And so while I've got a way of teaching a whole bunch of stuff, someone else in the room will have a different approach to something. And we often take pauses in the classes to talk about what's different in our modalities. Why do I teach this this way? What's the benefit of teaching things that way? So not only will you learn from me about the skill of being a yoga teacher, you will also learn from everybody else. If you're in a room with someone who teaches Drew and someone who teaches Jiva Mukti and someone who teaches Shivananda and someone who teaches Iyengar and you teach Vinyasa Flow, 
we all get to learn from each other and it's super, super powerful. Um, really, one of the things that I love so much about the retreat is the just the, the skill sharing that happens very, very organically during the yoga classes. And then, like I said, like you're going to just have <laughs> new friends from all over the world. We've had, uh, yeah, we've had every, no, no one from South America. So we, so, but that's the only continent and Antarctica yet to be represented. Otherwise we've hit them. People come from all over the world to join the abundant yoga teacher retreat. And despite what this photograph might show, it's not just for women. So far, Matt Appleby from the UK is the only dude to have braved the waters, but I just very much open to yogis and yoginis and uh, wherever you place yourself on the gender spectrum, you are welcome. Um, and uh, like I said before, the friendships that form are powerful. The transformations that happen are powerful. And um, I have a bloody good time. It's my most favorite thing to do in my business. It's like the best. If you, even if you just want to come along to see what it looks like to teach a retreat in bliss, <laughs> I promise I'll model that for you. <laughs> it's a really, really great week of retreat. It's an, like it is a retreat for you. You get to contemplate and read books and go on walks and do yoga and meditate every day and all that good stuff. Be really well fed and cared for and also learn. Um, and you know, if you're in Australia right now, what are we, May? We're like a month and a half until the end of the financial year. This is business development training, folks. Like, talk to your accountant. Come to Thailand and retreat on your business. So, uh, right now, we have, I think we have, as of right now, eight places are sold. So, we're in the second tier of ticketing, which means a, a week-long place, all meals, uh, all yoga, all meditation, all classes, your accommodation, and your transfer from Chiang Mai. Uh, the price of that is 2,200 Australian dollars. And there are actually there's, there's three places remaining at that price point. And you can find out more about the retreat. There's lots of videos. There's lots of testimonials from people who have been in the class, in the, have been before. Um, there's oodles of photos and more copy about what's included at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash retreats. So all of the information is there. I will say that this isn't a retreat for everybody. Um, it's ashram style accommodation. It's basic. I do that on purpose, but it's not, um, you know, plush white fluffy towels and uh, I don't know, like chocolates on the pillow situation. Um, or it, there are other things about it that may or may not be right for you. If you're not sure, let's just talk. Like email me. I don't do pushy sales, um, but we can figure out if it's going to be right for you or not. Uh, maybe Asia is not your thing. Maybe traveling alone is not your thing. Maybe it's not the right time in your business or maybe it is all of those things, but I'm more than happy to answer any questions you have about it to make sure that this is the right choice for you. Now, like I said, I'm so excited about this. This is the part where Amy gets to be Oprah giving out the keys. Seriously, this is so cool. So right now, this month, actually until the 24th of this month, you can come on my retreat for free if you would like. Let me talk about why. I'm very clear what I'm talking about right now. Right now, I have registrations open for two of my really beautiful six-month training programs. The first one is your Growing Your Yoga Biz, which is my basic yoga business training program. It's eight modules over six months, live Q&A calls, video trainings, workbooks, tight community, pop-up trainings, everything you need to get the business basics from the nuts and bolts and the mindset pieces. That's getting started in July. And if you sign up for it, by the 24th of May, you will receive a place on the Abundant Yoga Teacher Retreat 
for free. Corinne has already got herself one of those places. Super, super excited to meet you, lovely, uh, in Thailand in January. So you can find out about the Growing Your Yoga Business program at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growing your yoga biz. The other program that is enrolling at the moment is my Keep Growing Mastermind program. Again, it's a six-month program and it is for people who have already either been a client of mine, been on my retreat or have graduated from the GYYB program. So it is for people who are a little bit further down the road and who are looking for lots of ongoing accountability, lots of peer learning and support, some one-to-one -one coaching with me as well as the group coaching environment. You can find out more about that at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash keep growing. Registrations for that program do close on the 24th of May. But if you are one of the next three people to sign up for that program, you will also receive a place on the Abundant Yoga Teacher Retreat for free, which is like a $2,200 saving. That's nice. Um, all of the information is at the links here that you can see on the screen if you're here with me on the training. Again, if you're on the podcast, find out about GYYB at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growing your yoga biz or the Keep Growing Mastermind, which again is only for my grads at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash keep growing. If you have any questions about any of this stuff, do send me an email. Uh, or uh, send me a message on Instagram. So amy at amymcdonald.com.au is my email or at amyyogabizcoach is my Instagram. I'm happy to answer any questions about all of it. Jump on the phone with you, arrange a time to talk on Skype or whatever so that you make a great decision for yourself. The retreat, and you can just come to the retreat because you want to, like the people who have already signed up, you can do that also. Uh, amymcdonald.com.au forward slash retreats. That's everything that I wanted to share with you today about the Abundant Yoga Teacher Retreat in Thailand. It truly is like it's the coolest. I understand that I'm outrageously biased and it's exceptional. So uh, <laughs> check it out if you're interested. Folks, I've got a couple more minutes, eight to be exact. So um, I'm just going to do a quick scan back through the chat. But if you have any questions about the retreat, any questions about my training programs or any questions about the training from today, shoot uh, just type them into the chat and i'll answer them for you um and well done everybody who's hanging on till the very end We've got five minutes or so to finish out any questions um uh claire says thanks amy awesome as always oh, man you're so welcome claire sharon says super love the shirt yeah that is my favorite Om superhero shirt yeah um hey karen i didn't know you were here Oh, how nice to see you. Thanks, Amy. Great to hear you live again. This is Karen in Adelaide. Paula, thank you, Amy, for everything you shared. I have so much work to do. I'm just getting started in the online part of the business. Thank you also for your warmth, authenticity, and generosity. Oh, my goodness, Paula, you're so welcome. Thank you so much for being here. And make sure you do get in on that challenge, Paula. If you, It's not a challenge so much as just a let's all do this together. Um, if you want, if, if my feedback might be helpful, uh, while you're getting everything going, Paula, I'd really love to support you with that. So make sure you're in my Facebook group. Uh, Susan says, thanks, Amy. Creating abundance with each other is our dharma. Right? Yes. Susan. Susan, I've, emailed, I've interviewed another like four amazing yoga teachers in, in San Francisco area the past two weeks. I've got to just come and spend weeks over there. I really just need to come and, and bathe in the yoga of your patch. So good. Alara says, thank you, Amy. Thank you, Alara, for being here so much. 
Angela, thank you so much. I learn every time I join you. Thanks, Angela. That's so good. Meg says, thanks, Amy. Super helpful. Sandra says, thank you, Amy. Lots of homework on my end as well. This was awesome. For your six-month training, how much of a weekly time commitment is it with homework, etc.? Great question, Sandra. What I say to people is I, you need to have four hours a week as a minimum um, to do the work justice. The, here's what the, the, the videos, the longest one is about 50 minutes. So that's like watching stuff. Um, then there's filling out the workbooks. The workbooks are about 10 pages each of, you know, material to fill out. There's eight of those over the six months. Where the time, again, like that's just filling out the training, uh, which is important. But what's more important is the bit that comes next, which is implementing. So um, if you had, like, there'll be parts of the training that you need to spend more time on and parts that you need to spend less. There'll be parts where you already feel quite comfortable and parts that will be really new and you'll want to read a lot of books and, you know, um, I don't know, like try out different things. Maybe you have to arrange a photo shoot or get your website rebuilt or teach yourself how to use a new shopping cart. So there will be times where you'll need to spend more time. Any less than four hours a week, though, I don't think you'd get value for your money. Um, but, but more than that, uh, you totally will. And the other thing about it, Sandra, is once you've bought it, everything gets recorded and you have lifetime access to it. So I've got people who have been through the program who have then found a couple of buddies who they did the program with. And then the next six months, they just take themselves through the material piece by piece and do it all over again. And in fact, you know, because you, your business is constantly evolving, you can keep, just keep reusing it. Uh, Sharon says, thanks, Amy. Great to know we should do the work now and put into action when the timing is better, i.e. holidays, training, and some family. Yeah, totally, Shaz. Like if, and also because you're in growing your yoga business now, like if any of this stuff, you just hit me up in that Facebook group if you want my feedback on anything um, and I'll totally get it to you. Sorry, Sandra. I don't know why I cut out. I don't know. It just happened. It's a momentary shakti putt. Wendy says, thank you so much, Amy, and everyone else for your questions too. Lots of food for thought here. And yes, then getting my act together and implementing. <laughs> You've got this, Wendy. You've got this. All right, folks. I think um, we're all done with the questions. You have all been so amazing uh, being interactive, potentially dropping out um, as we've been going along. Sorry about that. Um, Sandra says, Sandra says, I heard all of the answers to my question. Okay, just as well, Sandra. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Um, thank you really for, for being here, for, for being so generous with your time, for asking great questions. You know, I say this often, but I mean it. Um, the world needs more yoga, right? I mean, the world needs more yoga. The world needs more people who have positive energy, who believe in other people, who, who are providing an opportunity for folks to de-stress and get out of fight and flight, who are accepting of all types of people, whatever they look like or sound like or believe in. Um, and, and yoga is about all of these things. So if you've, had, if you've heard the call to share yoga with people, um, making sure that the containers that you've created are full is, is a really important piece of being a yoga teacher. And by you being here and investing this time, um, you know, I, my, my hope is that that, that becomes more re of your reality, that, that your classes are full because more people do need yoga right now. And uh, I'm just so grateful that, that you showed up 
and you took the time to be here to ask great questions, to support each other. I love the way that everybody said hello to each other. This is fantastic. So thanks so much. I'll see you over in the Facebook group. Let's keep this conversation going. Um, and if you have any questions, if you go to start using things and think, oh, hang on, what did she say about this? Just make sure when you post in the Facebook group that you tag me. I'd hate to, to miss your post. Thanks, everybody, for being here and uh, uh, spending 90 precious minutes with me uh, on a Tuesday morning. Um, I'll hopefully speak with all of you again super soon. Take care, everyone. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that fabulous Yogi Superstar. Want more from me? Subscribe to this podcast or follow me on Insta at Amy Yoga Biz Coach. Talk again soon.